Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, and not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF Podcast. This week, we hosted the BOF Professional Summit focused on closing fashion sustainability gap. The event was planned around the BOF Sustainability Index and finding solutions to some of the challenges our industry faces in addressing so many topics from workers' rights to waste, from water and chemicals to materials. BOF professional members can watch all of the talks on demand at businessoffashion.com. In the meantime, here's Stella McCartney at the BOF Professional Summit. Stella. Run. How are you, first of all? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? It's been a crazy year. I'm still trying to process everything that's happened. But we are here today to talk about sustainability. And this is actually the continuation of a conversation that you and I have been having for many, many years. We created the BOF Sustainability Index because we wanted to insert some real comparable data to help us as an industry gauge and measure progress. Because of course, without data, um, we can't measure how things are changing. The index covers transparency, emissions, 
water and chemicals, materials, workers' rights, waste, you know, things that you and I have spoken about over the years. And I was really interested to learn and read more about the work that you're doing in regenerative agriculture and regenerative farming. The magic solution for sustainability is not any single thing. And actually, one of the most important things to understand about our index is that everything intersects. You know, all of these categories are intersectional. So while we've created them as separate elements of our index, they're all interlinked. So in the first instance, can you tell us and explain to us what regenerative agriculture is and why it's so powerful and how it works? We only came to this way of farming thousands of years ago because we actually even then didn't know how to farm, obviously. And we didn't know that when we took so much from the soil and over farmed the land that it would have nothing left to give us but at that stage we realized and that was obviously we were nomadic and we moved on and we learned sadly we're in a day and age where we have to learn again so regenerative farming is is a very simple way of basically giving back not dismantling a, a specific sublayer of the soil because when you do so you release harmful gases into the environment. It's also just about restoring soil and caring for it and looking at the entire community around the crop. You know, it's not just what you take out as far as the crop that you're, you're receiving. It's also all of, the, um, all of the space and land around that area. You know, really drawing down carbons from the atmosphere back into the soil. And so it, it's, it's very simple, but today it seems very radical. And um, really, it, it could be the future, I think, of fashion. I understand the, the concept of kind of farming the land in a way that doesn't strip the land of its nutrients and, you know, combining different kinds of crops together and growing them in different ways so that together they aren't stripping or taking nutrients from the soil. They're kind of working together. But how does this all link to fashion? We're an industry that takes from farming, that basically farms the land. Cotton is one of the most used you know, materials. It uses huge amount of land, a huge amount of water, a huge amount of chemicals and pesticides. Our industry is very, very linked in. We're one of the most harmful industries on the planet, sadly, to the environment. Really where we really you know, fall, fall short of taking care of Mother Earth is in our you know, animal agriculture, how we farm animals. Basically, if we over farm the planet and just keep taking and raping her of all of everything she has to give us naturally, at some stage, she's going to give up and say, I can't keep giving anymore. You need to give a little back. We're not doing that on, on the whole. We're taking the food industry, the, you know, the fashion industry, and anyone that is cropping our land currently. And it's not just the crops that you would think of, cotton crops. It's, it's a devastation but also, you know, the wool industry is very, very harmful. Kashmir, very, very harmful. Not only obviously deeply cruel to the animals and a very inhumane job to actually have as a human. These animals, you know, crops, if you like, are basically just grazing all day and there's no nutrients going back in. The chemicals, the pesticides that are poured onto these, you know, onto, onto the land is going into not only the animals, but obviously coming going into the soil it's not something that people know about you know it's great to talk about it and to kind of 
And there are solutions, you know, there are very exciting solutions out there to be had for our industry. So talk to me a bit about those solutions. You've been working on projects related to both regenerative wool and regenerative cotton. How did those projects work and what are the learnings you've had thus far? We, um, we've been working with, um, with great partners essentially and that's what you sort of really have to do when you start looking at wool and I don't think that at any stage during our conversation I should try and pretend that what I do at Stella McCartney what we do as a company is easy you know if it was easy I think more people would join forces with me you have to trust people and that's really not an easy thing to do when you're talking about you know some of the kind of less trustworthy practices out there we have worked with a great partners in wool in Australia and also we use regenerative cashmere. We use all of the waste on the floor. We pick up all of the waste and then we re-spin it and, and then we work with that. It's a really interesting way of working because your fi- you know, all of your fibers are shorter. So I can't create a sort of really dense cable sometimes. Sometimes I can't create the knitwear that maybe I would want to create. But that's a fascinating design kind of challenge that I find myself on a daily basis working in a more sustainable way. We have a lot of people tracing and policing, you know, the people that we're working with. And you have to find people that actually are like-minded and doing it for the right reasons. I think at the core of all of this, if our mentality shifts in in the fashion industry, and we actually want to do this and want to have better practices in our industry, then I think it will get easier to work with people. So when you say we work with regenerative cashmere, explain what that means exactly. You talked just now about using some of the discarded or unused waste. Explain to me what regenerative cashmere involves right from the very beginning as a kind of philosophy and operating model. You're working already with better suppliers. And we, you know, to be honest, we are minimalizing a lot of this in the company. We don't use any angoras. We don't use any you know, yarns that really hurt or harm or kill animals, because at the end of the day, that's what we stand for, first and foremost. It's taking waste. So you're using all of the off cuttings on the factory floor that otherwise would just be thrown away. There's, there's so many different aspects to the conversation. There's so many different angles. It's a supply chain conversation. It's over 60% of what we do in a, in a positive way at, at Stella McCartney is working really, really you know, really strongly from the first moment with our suppliers and having conversations and telling them what we need if it doesn't exist and developing it with them so that we can have something that, you know, is more sustainable and they will also benefit and they will learn from the process. You're also working on a regenerative cotton project and cotton comes up a lot in the conversation around fashion just because it's such a, it's such a thirsty crop. So how does regenerative cotton work? It's um, obviously organic cotton. So there's no pesticides, no chemicals involved, which is not only better for the planet, but obviously it's much better for the people that have to work in the, in the cotton fields, if you like. And I think that's something people have to be really realistic about. These crops don't just arrive in factories to get spun. It is really respecting the environment, the entire environment of the process. So you're not just plucking out a plant or picking the cotton you're it's very much looking at soil looking at growing organic matter putting so much you know so many more nutrients back in than you're taking out and as, as we spoke about earlier really respecting the sub level 
of soil that that is, you know, once it's disruptive, it can really give off harmful gases into the environment. So how long will it take for projects like this to achieve some kind of meaningful scale? You know, it took us over three years on our own, and we're still one of the only houses in the fashion industry to use a sustainable viscose source. It took us on our own about over three years to find a forest in Sweden that we could partner with to get the wood pulp. So it takes a long time to work this way because you, and it takes a lot of commitment. We then invest in it and then we buy it and we will only use that viscose for many years to come. So it's not as kind of throwaway fashion. You have to commit. And, you know, even when, for example, if I'm working on a winter show and I go, oh, I'd love Devore or I'd love a velvet and my team look at me and they're like, well, you can't, it's viscose. And we haven't been able to weave that with our suppliers from our sustainable forest. It takes a long time in answer to your question. More and more and more, the answer to all of these problems is you guys and people and like the consumer. It's, I don't think we can rely on our industry to, to commit to this as much as we can rely on tomorrow's customers insisting that this is the only thing that they're going to you know, invest in and they're not going to consume anything or compromise on, on anything, you know, and, and it, it's their future. And so I think that it takes a long time and it, it basically requires investment and commitment. And as the demand obviously grows for these things, hopefully the price points will get more in, in parallel with conventional materials and they will become the future. And they're not there yet. You know, they haven't been developed enough. Nobody's given it enough love and attention or importance to actually get it as good as the conventional one. And, and, you know, that for me is landfill too. You know, if you create something it's sustainable it, and it's not attractive and designed well and not desirable, then, you know, in, in, in itself, you're kind of creating a nothing product. So one of the themes that's continually come up in your responses has been the sacrifices that you're making as a designer. We were talking about how you're also now such an important advocate for this, this issue that you really pioneered uh, in the luxury industry. And I think what's lost on people sometimes is that at your core, you're still a designer. And in order to be a sustainable designer, you are making creative sacrifices. You can't work with the longest fibers. You can't work with certain materials. Like, How does that impact your design process? As a designer, and I am first and foremost a fashion designer, that's what I studied to do. Every single day, we are faced with a set of challenges because this is the way in which, you know, we choose to work at Stella McCartney. So we just had the winter 2021 show and it was obviously with PVC free, for example, at Stella McCartney. And um, I wanted to use sequins and, you know, my team come in and they go, okay, well, here's your non-PVC sequins. And I've got like two booklets, maybe one scale and maybe five colors. And then I get a little angry and I'm like, that's not fair. If I'm making the right choice, why am I being penalized as a creative? You're looking at far less qualities, far less weights, far less colorways, but there's 70 billion barrels of oil that go into, into these virgin materials. And, and I'm so proud that we've not been part of, we've actually, our statistics now are getting so 
exciting that, that, you know, the prevention that we've actually had over the last 20 years of, of working this way. One of the hardest things and the most unconventional things that we do, obviously, is not use leather. Um, the fact that we're still alive as a business in luxury is, is a miracle for not using leather. And I think we all know we'd be 100 times bigger if we did. We've managed to work alongside our suppliers and say, you know, we need to be softer. What about this vegetable oil coating? What about this? Or how, what if I perforate it? What if I manipulate it? What if I put it on tulle? And we've gotten to a stage where I cannot believe now the last few years we've been able to make garments out of these, you know, faux leathers, which I tell you, when I first started out, I would never have imagined I could have done that. I'm working on spring now and, and yesterday, we were talking about the tailoring and, you know, we only will work with our partners on, on our wool sources and, and, you know, we will, and we have to weave those into our tailorings years in advance. So you're also in danger of being really out of fashion, you know, because you have to, you know, normally our industry is like six months in advance, a year in advance. I've got to be like a couple of years in advance. So One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. 
It's advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Stella, what role does technology have to play in this you know, fight against catastrophic climate change. We've talked about, you know, age old techniques like regenerative agriculture, but what about technology? You have these two spectrums, you have these two completely opposing elements that could be the, you know, the answer to it all. I've worked with so many different, you know, new tech companies and every single day we, we meet more and more. And it just, um, it's so exciting. We work with a company called Bolt, um, who actually initially they were spinning spider silk in in labs they've been trying to grow fake leathers and things there's another company called modern meadow but there um there's amazing new technologies we just with the same company um bolt threads we they created milo and we've worked exclusively with them on launching these mycelium leathers which are obviously a mushroom root system if any of you have not seen fantastic fungi you all have to watch it and you'll understand what mycelium root systems are we work tirelessly with companies called Equinil, which is incredible it's very much about using waste. You know, our biggest kind of demon in this conversation is the amount of waste that we generate in our industry. I'm actually running out of waste at Stella McCartney because I'm just using it all up in every collection, which I love. But sadly, there's over $500 billion worth of waste generated every year, which for me is a business opportunity. If anyone can figure out what to do with that waste, then that's going to be a great business. Econil, they're breaking down old cotton piece old you know any anything any old secondhand product um in a non-chemical way and then making it back into the fiber and we're respinning it and it's completely circular so we've had great fun working with them we launched this incredible fake fur called coba which is a, a biodegradable fur some people in the fur industry believe that it's a more natural um, product than a fake fur which is just not true it would be if there weren't a ton of chemicals put on it to stop it biodegrading naturally but unfortunately, they put so many on them that it's, it's very harmful. I think that at some stage we have to talk about animal rights because that is the conversation that nobody really wants to have. And it's really the biggest harm on the planet. And I also believe that the human rights attached to that, I don't think anybody wants that job in the fur farm, right? And so I think no. we have to understand we're, we're in a privileged position to talk about this. We're, we are, anyone listening to this is already privileged beyond the people that are on below minimum wage, having to work in fur farms or in leather farms. It's taking a long time, but I think most industries are struggling with sustainability. We know that in the fashion industry, we've been working with the same sort of 10 materials and 10 suppliers for hundreds of years. And it's hard to break those patterns, I think, and, and challenge those price points and challenge how easy that supply chain is. Nobody has really clear policies and deadlines and, you know, and kind of you know, where are the kind of cutoffs in politics for any of these industries? I mean, fashion is one of the last, we're one of the worst to have any kind of rules and regulations placed on us, even in our packaging, even on how we power our headquarters, how we, you know, how we use energy in our industry. We found at Stella, it, it costs, it saves money. It, sa- it not only saves water, electric, human welfare, it's money for businesses. All of these efforts take time you know it's been more than 20 years since you started your business and you started 
exploring and investigating all of these other ways of you know designing, making, and creating fashion. You know, we created the BOF Sustainability Index to measure progress, as I said earlier. And our conclusion is that the industry is just not moving quickly enough. You know, if we look at the top 15 players in the industry, publicly traded companies across all the different categories, there's signs of progress. They're starting to pay attention to these things. They're starting to make some commitments and set targets. But in terms of real action, it doesn't seem like the industry is moving fast enough. What's, what's your take on the progress and speed of change? If you look at other industries that are perhaps moving faster, it's because governments have put guidelines on them. You know, if you look at electric cars, if they don't deliver on that deadline, they're going to sell less cars. So, you know, it can be as simple as that, perhaps. If our industry just actually had the balls to say, you know what, by this date, you've got to stop using leather, it would, it would have the biggest impact environmentally. It would have such a huge impact if we actually reduced the consumption of, of animals. It, all, across the board. I mean, we all know that. And it's, a not, it's not a comfortable conversation for people to have, but it's the reality. I think that there has to be policy change. And we work with a great organization called NRCD and we constantly do it where we set them challenges and we set them guidelines to reduce their water, to reduce, you know, to work in a different way. And actually it's been fascinating to see. And actually it comes out that they wanna continue to work in that way because they've saved money. But I think the only way truly to have significant change in the timeline that we have is, is for policies to be set into place, for there to be legislation, some form of incentive for companies. We can export a non-leather good into America and we can be charged up to 30% tax on that purely because it's not made out of an animal skin. And you can put a slither of pig leather on it that's like an inch big and you're exempt of the tax. You're actually told really you're not gonna grow your business if you try to be more mindful and, and a better business model in fashion. But I do know, you know, we have COP26 coming up this year in, in, in um, Scotland and we need the governments to really kind of look at the fashion industry. You know, they've looked at the, at the car industry, at automotive industry. They've had clear, clear, you know, rules and regulations and therefore they're delivering on them in time with electric cars. There's more and more. And we know that's because they know they're not going to make money if they don't. And, you know, our industry is no different. It's not like we're all good Samaritans. You know, they, people are in this to, to grow their businesses. And I think they need to be told that they're not allowed to work in a certain way up to a certain point. Hmm. Speaking of making money, a couple of years, you took the industry by surprise when you joined LVMH after having left Caring. And one of the things that was underscored at the time of your joining LVMH was the role that you had to play there as an advocate. And now Mr. Arnault, who founded LVMH, the chairman and CEO, is one of the most successful businessmen in the world. You know, he's built this you know, huge empire of you know, scores of brands. How do you think about your role within LVMH? And how does Mr. Arnault engage on these topics with you? Well, you know, it was one of the big deciding factors for me. Um, as you know, I like to infiltrate from within. 
um, I think that I was successful in doing that, and I really enjoyed doing that with with um, you know Mr. Pino and and in in caring, and I think we were successful together in that respect. It's going well, you know. The reality is, is with Mr. Arno, is he would never have invested in a brand like mine if he didn't recognize that this was the future. And I think that you have to give him credit for that. You know, it's unheard of really. It's not really, you know, it's not something that he's ever done before. And I think it gives off a huge message of positivity to our industry, that if he's willing to look at that and invest in that, when he can buy pretty much everything, that the choices he's making are taking into account how the industry needs to change. And he's very interested in how he can be part of that change. And so we're working on it. You know, they've set up a really great um, internal team. They already had one, but they've really kind of upped their game. And we talk all the time and, and it's great. We're trying to cross pollinate, you know, and we have specific plans in place, specific projects that we're working on that are really exciting. And, you know, I think, um, um, Antoine Arno said that I was one of the few people that kind of tells his dad, talk straight to him. And I think, you know, sometimes maybe he doesn't like to hear what I have to say, but um, I don't think that he has blinkers on. I wanted to conclude by asking you about young designers who are early in their careers in the fashion industry. You know, for designers who are just starting out, how do you advise them to bring sustainable principles, sustainable thinking, sustainable design into their work while also expressing themselves creatively? I think first and foremost, they need to really believe in that. It has to be something that is really true to them and not like, oh, I should be doing this because this is what's expected of me or this is going to be a good marketing thing. And if I just do it in a conventional way, I won't have a kind of tagline or I won't have a you know a line in an interview I think you must go into this with true commitment and for the right reasons and it can't be fake so I think you have to really want it and you have to you have to see it as a hugely exciting challenge I mean for me I work with so much technology at Stella McCartney and like that is the sexiest coolest side to fashion today be a fighter and fight for your right to to get better incentives you know you have to come together work as a community you know I know so many great little communities of designers the sharing fabrics swapping fabrics working together we're hugely competitive but come together and and that will help because you have to lean in one thing I really haven't had in this conversation is anyone else in the room with me to lean into you know so I think that is is a really exciting way to start but push governments, like don't take no for an answer. I think get information. It's all about information. This I'm learning something new every single day. You never stop learning when you work sustainably. We hope that our sustainability index will be part of the information that our industry can use as we progress, hopefully, towards a change that we need to see in the industry. Stella, I'm always grateful to talk to you and really pleased that you were able to join us at the summit. And I look forward to seeing you in person sometime very soon. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, look, you know, credit to all of you guys, because this is the kind of stuff that will inspire the next generation. And absolutely transparency, you know, call us if you need anything. We're always willing to share everything that we know. And, and you know, good luck. Kick ass. We're doing our best. Thanks, Stella. 
If you're not yet a BOF professional member, podcast listeners can benefit from a 25% discount on your first year of an annual membership using the code PODCASTPRO. That's podcast P-R-O. The BOF podcast is edited and produced by Venetia Van Horn Alkama, Kate Vartan, and Kevin Bobby Blanco in the BOF studio team. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person, too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <coughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.